1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. ctmobile.com mobilecom
2: Welcome in. It's hour one of the Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a terrific afternoon as we are off and running here with five hours of sports for you on your home of the Cowboys, home of the World Series champion Texas Rangers. Wolchuk has a proper round tripper. Uh, coming up here not too long away. They made a trade for Duarte, and uh, they're looking at, uh, is it the Astros reliever? Astros reliever? That yes, Hector at. Us? Yes. Um, so maybe some pickups here. You know, we'll be uh, we'll be getting out there end of March or end of February, early March. Pitchers and catchers will be reporting, I believe, between February 13th and 15th. And then there's going to be a spring training baseball before the end of February. I was looking at the schedule today. Um. So it's it's exciting, you know. You you, you that the season ends and you're like, oh, it's so far away. But you made the World Series, and then the Cowboy season is just a blur of the next two months. And the next thing you know, you're spilled out on the other side of it, and we're not that far away from baseball. So that's exciting.
3: It is. Uh, we'll we'll get to go to the Super Bowl in Vegas for the first week of February, uh, and of course that stings. You know, we wish the Cowboys could be a part of that, but they're not per usual. And then we'll just turn right around and we'll head straight to spring training. There you and, go. And that's going to be awesome this year. I mean, we haven't gotten to experience that yet. The bump you get from being a World oh, Series geez. champion, there's going to be, be a rocking. buzz in Surprise, Arizona. That's going to be a blast.
2: Yeah, if you're if you're heading out there, uh, please let's uh, let's touch base and celebrate together. Okay, uh, one of the top stories out there in Cowboy Land, uh, well, in the in the NFL at large, but we'll talk about it from a Cowboys perspective. Is you know Belichick and and uh, there's there's Harbaugh as well who met with the Chargers yeah. today. And if if you heard that Jerry was going after him instead of Belichick, would you be interested in that? Should Cowboys fans want, uh, you know, to cons- also consider Harbaugh as a, as a possible replacement if they did move on from Mike McCarthy? Where would you take that, Brian?
4: I'd absolutely take that. I think that's uh, I know I was asked that question on Twitter uh, just this afternoon. And they said if you were the general manager, they're like, hey. This might be an unfair question. I said, no, not an unfair question. So, you know, it's our job to kind of talk about these things. If it was me, I would absolutely call Jim Harbaugh. And uh, Don Yee is his representative. I would make contact with him. Uh, Now that you've seen him uh, take that first interview with the Chargers, that means he's interested in maybe some NFL options. Uh, so I've, and why I've,
2: wouldn't you be interested in the Cowboys if you're interested in the Chargers? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's yeah, a golden uh, opportunity. Yeah,
4: the thing with the thing with Jim Harbaugh is to me he's he's won at every level. Uh, he is. He has a, a career winning record at every job he's he's taken. We've seen what he did with San Francisco, the team that they had, playoff caliber team, really star studded roster, tough team, played in all elements. You know, were able to kind of function. You know. You saw what he did at Michigan. Yeah, they had where he was suspended. But that just shows you that team was so well built, so talented that it could withstand their coach not even coaching, the head coach not even being a part of it. Yeah. And that that's that team has been a reflection of him. You know, and and we could talk about all the spying and all that stuff like that. But I'll tell you what, that that guy knows how to coach. His brother knows how to coach. He comes from a coaching family. Football's top, top priority to him. And you know, I think he makes his players feel that way about it too. So yeah, I absolutely—if I was Jerry Jones or if I was in that general manager seat—he would—he would, he would have been one of the first guys that I would have called if I'm going to make a, a make a switch here.
3: Certainly. I mean, we talked to Belichick yesterday. He met with the Falcons. You know, I, we we know the relationship there. But but Harbaugh would be right at the top of that list for me as well. I mean, the dude took San Francisco to I think it was three straight NFC Championship sure games did. and a Super Bowl. Was the coach of the year in 2011. Did a ton of winning, and I think that he's shown that he can adapt a little bit. I mean, Michigan, I know he's definitely a run-the-football, gritty, tough, hard-nosed football mind when it comes to being a coach, but they aired it out a couple of times. Two years ago, yeah. he beat Ohio State. You know, I, I'm not worried about him being able to adapt to the modern NFL. I think that dude is able to do it wherever he goes, and he's a winner. Uh, and, and that's a guy, you talk about setting a tone for your culture, no-nonsense, He's done it in the in the pros as well as in college. I think he can blend with a variety of different personalities and players. That's huge,
2: right there—the fact that you previously had one in the pros. Because I wouldn't be itching to bring a guy from college unless he's proven at the NFL level.
3: Right. I mean, a lot of it doesn't work. He's one of the yeah. few that has
4: worked.
2: Yeah. I mean, and this guy, I, I think it works because he's going to coach you up. He's going to teach you. He is. You talked about the culture that he instills, yeah. and I think that's really important as well.
4: Yeah. I just the, the this team this team has a ton of talent and Will McClay, Stephen Jones do a great job of assembling talent, they need somebody that will give it toughness. You know, we every year it seems like we talk about the lack of at times for this football team, you know. It's the same amount of all pro players that the San Francisco 49ers have. I believe it's 7-7 seven and seven is what we were talking about in the pre-show meeting. So the roster is what it is, and it's you know, I think there's a lot of general managers that would love to have this roster. The difference is, though, you are you are failing when it needs to be a tough roster. You're failing there, and yeah. that's and that's and Mike's where Mike's made it a
2: priority to try to fix that for like three years. Yeah, that
4: every it. year we've talked about this team and what it has to do to get over the hump. You know, that was a no show the other day.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of iconic, no doubt about it, winning coaches out there. You know, and we'll see if Belichick can remain a winner. Yeah. I, I think. You know he needs help offensively. Harbaugh probably needs some help as well. I would be, yeah, you know, uh, suspicious if he wanted to bring that ground and pound game to the NFL. I don't think he would want to. I think he's too smart for that.
4: Yeah, I think he sees what's going on. He saw his brother make a switch mm-hmm. at Baltimore. Yeah, you know, with when they, you know, bringing in a different coordinator, moving on from Greg Roman, you know, and 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 being, you know, taking sure. the, the Georgia. Kind of that wide open approach and bringing mm-hmm. it and trying to adapt it. So yeah, the really smart coaches. Nothing against Belichick either, because I think if you give Belichick a a top flight personnel guy, he could he he's still going to instill culture, toughness, all those things. He's going to make you attention to detail. That's what I'm asking right now. Attention I need, to detail. I need attention. The to The little de- things. Yeah, I need attention to detail. I need toughness. You know, I I need I need to have confidence that my team is going to go out there, and if things aren't going well, they're not going to completely fall apart.
3: Well, what's so exciting about the idea of a Harbaugh that we're talking about it, it's, I mean, we we, look, we talked last week about the relationship with Dan Quinn and Will McClay, and Quinn has certain guys that he likes, and he's worked well with Will McClay. You give Will McClay an idea of kind of the players that you want and Jim Harbaugh, when you talk about him, I think of line of scrimmage. I mean, offensive and defensive linemen, he has an eye for, and that's what he wants is the foundation of his football team. That's a bit weak. Right now, I mean, this team's got some good offensive linemen, but you're older, you're older. Right? Could yeah. that have been Tyron Smith and Zach Martin's last game as Dallas Cowboys? It's very, very possible. possible. Yeah. Yeah. Very possible, right? So I
2: kind of pressed Zach on it a couple of weeks yeah. ago, and he just totally passed on it twice.
3: You need to get tougher. Yeah. And you look at those San Francisco 49er teams, the Mikey Upatis of the world, the Joe Staley's, the defensive line, Justin Smith, heck, we were talking about him, maybe one of the most underrated defensive linemen over the last two decades in the sport. Yes. Uh, so, And then the linebackers, Navarro, Bowman, Patrick Willis, You know, he wants that type of style of player. I think that combo of him and Will McClay could be really fun to watch work.
0: Yeah, I think the, the Harbaugh and the Belichick stuff are very, very similar. All the toughness, all the yeah. attention to detail, the, the the culture, the respect, the hard nose nature, you know, all that stuff I think is going to be good. I think it's similar questions with both of them who are both over the age of 60 years old um, and for Bill well over. Yeah. You know, what is what type of forward thinking do you have offensively? I would be very interested in, in knowing because I think all those other things about having that steady force of the toughness and all that kind yeah. of stuff, you have that in both of those guys. We're at a
2: very unique time where I, iconic all-time great coaches would be ruled unacceptable by a lot of fans because of how much the NFL's changed in the last six years, Brian. But let yeah. me ask you this. I'm a believer in Harbaugh. I'm a believer in, in, in Belichick. I, I keep refreshing Cowboys Twitter when I'm not at the station and, and thinking, is this the moment where we see the Cowboys are actually going to do something 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 bold and move on from Mike McCarthy. I don't know if they will. I don't think they will. I won't bet on it. But we're talking about the contingencies, and and Harbaugh is obviously interested in in the NFL. Let me ask you this. Do you think if Jerry... Asked him to coach the Cowboys, Jim Harbaugh would want to come here, knowing I, I, how absolutely. it runs. Yeah, I think maybe not getting personnel. Yeah,
4: that, that thing about it is the one thing that I believe that Jim would do is that he would understand what the dynamics are working here. Okay, and I think if anybody he talked to in the league would tell you that Will McClay is a top flight personnel man. I think he would, who will, who
2: will take your opinion as a coach. It, absolutely. Yeah. You know, the thing I mean, you're about are not totally out, yeah, my yeah.
4: experience of working for the Dallas Cowboys in the scouting department. And, it, and it's to this day is, and it hasn't changed. The head coach has a lot of say. Mike McCarthy had no say in personnel, really at green Bay. Ted yeah. Thompson picked the players for him and he comes here. He has a say. We've seen clips from the, uh, from the war room of Mike standing up talking about players and why, what direction. And, you know, Jerry, and everybody nodding and, you know, there's that triangle over at the Cowboys. There's the Jones family. There's the coaches, and there's the scouts. Will operates in the middle of that. I think Jim Harbaugh, knowing all that, coming in here would would welcome that. I don't think that would be a problem for him at all. I think if Jerry Jones picked up the phone right now and called Don Yee, his representative, and said, "Don, we'd be interested in talking to Harbaugh about this job," I think that that uh, that uh, Don would say. Are you gonna send a plane or do we need to make arrangements here? Hmm. I think that I think that's kind of how you're uh how you're at right now.
2: Sounds right for the pick, and I'm surprised he would want to leave Michigan after getting to the top, but yeah. maybe it's on to the next thing, you know. Okay, uh Jerry did send the message in, in the team meeting yesterday about this not being good enough. And I, I think, you know, he's gotta look at the man in the mirror once again on this one. Go ahead and do something. You know, I yeah. think this is like Peyton Manning being available and saying, No, we like our guy Tony or Tom Brady being available and saying no we like our guy Dak. Go get the best possible please Jerry, you know. This is kind of kind of start with you or your son. Uh, I don't know T- to be honest, we talked to Steve once a week. I don't know if he's got the aggressiveness uh the streak in him that it takes to take a team to the top like you once did, like Chris Young did. Yeah. Um and like uh you know, the Nelsons did with the Mavericks. I
4: think it was very telling that Jerry opened his press conference apologizing to the fans. Yeah.
1: I
2: Hopefully think, he gets I think, right. I
4: think he I think he understands. Need some wildcat in back Yeah, in there. He, I think he understands that they have had about enough.
2: Okay. Cowboys were the only team to lose in the wild card round second time in, in like second only only like time to lose team. at home. Yeah. yeah. Second time in three years that's that's happened. That's generating uh, stories today. And yeah. Uh Ohio State targeting Texas AM's Ross Bjork for an AD position is yeah. one of the bigger stories here in in the state other than the Cowboy stuff going on.
4: Yeah, I tell you Ross has done a pretty nice job of navigating that system down there at, at Texas A&M though. That would be a huge get for Ohio State if that's the case. Ohio State's a big-time program when you look at all their all their sports. Texas A&M has done a much better job over the years in the transition to the SEC, but uh, Ohio State going after
0: the right guy
2: uh, huge news in the division last night, right? Eagles owned by Tampa. You guys watch this game? Ooh, it was fun. Yeah, it yeah.
0: was. It was definitely therapeutic for me. Um, we have some sound of Ray Lewis, uh, literally sick hmm. to his stomach, watching Fat Patricia's uh, Philadelphia defense, and uh, we'll play that for you coming up here in a few minutes. But yeah, it was it was a lot of fun to watch them. And you, there's there's Jason Kelsey at the end of the game. He's emotional on the sidelines because he knows this is it. They put up nine points versus the Buccaneers and Baker Mayfield's uh, throwing it all over them. They got guys running for big play touchdowns. They're missing tackles. I believe the Eagles missed 17 tackles last night. Yeah. I think that was the number. It's sad. Wow. So that, I mean, that, it was just for a – it was a broken team. And it the was. whole game, Troy Aikman was just talking about how they are broken and fractured, and nobody wants to be here. Just the entire duration of the game. <laughs> you can call like, the
4: game? That's what it is. I like yeah. Troy
3: not wanting to be yeah. there to call the game. Well, it was like Al Michaels' level of not wanting to be uh, okay, here. Dallas you. Goddard's yelling at Jalen Hurts. I mean, it was very, very evident that that yeah. team just needs each other right now. I,
4: I, could you guys see Nick Sirianni not surviving this? I could. Yes. Yes, because I mean the that,
3: Eagles. You know, one thing that maybe Cowboy fans could be envious of is if something's quick not move. working, they will move on and they yeah. will correct you, yeah. that thing pretty damn quick.
2: You you have to look at his emotions as a reason that it couldn't be pulled back together. You need like a stoic, steady hand, and he's like he's like mother bleeping Bills fans, and you know, just doing all Kansas kinds City. of weird stuff. Yeah, yeah, Chiefs fans. Yeah, after
3: and, he had that outburst against the Chiefs, leaving Arrowhead two and six. Yeah, they stunk. Yeah,
2: yeah, it was, it's 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 been a, a, a like a an up and down type of deal and at his the height of his powers I remember last year people talking about how he's getting a free run as a head coach and this great reputation because his roster is playing amazing and as soon as that stopped he had no ability to rally the troops like how many times do the Cowboys have to like fight off adversity and get it back on the rails this year and I think that's the difference in, in the two head coaches.
0: Yeah. And last year, not only did he have the great roster, but they were also as about a healthy of a team as you could have in the NFL. Like they didn't have to deal with all these different things that most teams deal with. The Eagles had to deal with this year. Injuries happen. Every team usually deals with it. You can get some injury luck, and they absolutely had it last year. Yeah.
2: Stars are gonna host the Kings tonight. Uh we have uh, Kyrie Irving becoming the first player in history to score 40 points along with three different teammates. It's amazing. Uh, we watched it yesterday during uh, the MLK games on um, uh, the NBA. Tim Hardaway Jr., the most recent. Uh, he had uh, 41. Uh, Irving had 42. So it's really turning into one of the greatest teams in, uh, tr- uh, trades in, in, in team history, I think. Yeah. I mean, this Kyrie Irving thing, when, when it happened, it was exciting, and you're hoping that it turns out for the best. And so far, it's been amazing as been we amazing. come up on the, yeah. on the one-year anniversary of that happening okay uh here we go nation uh, what's next chief
0: got a little sports hodgepodge and we will address tony romo as well as just how excited were you watching those eagles collapse last night next year in the nation
2: call from mom answer it call silenced
0: instacart knows
2: nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy
5: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
2: Yeah, buddy. Welcome back. We got eight minutes to the G-Bag of the Day. Time for a sports hodgepodge here in the nation. Hope you're staying warm out there. Keeping the, the faucets just dripping a little bit. We got we got one sink locked up anyway. Segment's brought to you by the Frankles. Life's unpredictable. Accidents happen. Franklin Frankel, the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks in DFW. If you or a loved one's been in an accident, contact Franklin Frankel for a free consultation. 214 or 817-333-3333. Go to truckwreck.com.
4: Does that really work? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I just don't. I, I know it people. It gets cold enough. It's probably not like what, pee- the stop. drip? Yeah. yeah.
2: I think the drip I
0: think the drip works. Something yeah. Yeah, like
2: the the pool, the pool equipment won't break even if it's under like 20 as long as it's still running until the power goes out. So I think the moving of the water it does something. It just uh, you know they it. also
4: say open up the cabinets, yes. you know around pipes and stuff. Keep
3: the circulation going.
2: Yeah, you gotta I got to feel the like it, in there
4: I think if the pipes are going to bust they're going to bust anyway. Maybe. I just kind of feel like it's yeah. Structurally, some problems.
0: <laughs> By the way, I feel I so sorry for the ladies. Rye the science guy right I, here. I,
4: I feel so sorry for the ladies that work downstairs in the uh, oh in the security yeah, the area. Yeah, they, that, that's that's unfortunate for them down there. Might but it was be 50,
2: Fifty degrees down there right now. I
4: think it, last five. night that poor girl we walked out of there. That that lobby was had to be. In, it seriously, I think it was in the
0: thirties. Yeah. yeah, probably less than that, dude. I mean, it's it's doors, bone we, chilling, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got to get this sports hodgepodge yeah. in. Here's the chief. Okay, well, we we do. I mean, I, I don't know where where your head's at here, Dawson. From a bet payoff standpoint, I didn't yeah. know if you were just fully on board to to do the the drinking of the playoffs. Uh, which of course involves the final remaining eight cities in the NFL playoffs. I could
2: take a look at what that is, but I, I, I'm not good at those. I right, an insane gag reflex.
0: Which is perfect. Which is really ideal. Yeah, that's sort kind of what for, we're looking for. You're painting that picture beautifully, but man, I think you're the right man for the job.
3: We'd have to figure out, we get creative, maybe like what what is Tampa known for.
0: Oh, we'll, we'll get up in there. We'll figure
3: it out. We'll get up in there. Who don't there's? you worry about that. <laughs> when I was, yeah, six, You yeah. let us figure that out. <laughs> when I
2: was seven, my parents convinced me to try some spinach at my grandparents' house uh, by telling me it's what Popeye liked. Mm. So I went for it. He did. And vomited. That's fine. We can go vegetable-free on this. That's not a biggie. A few years later, I thought I had strep throat. Mom made me get a throat culture. I said, don't stick that in my throat or, or I will vomit. She stuck it. I threw up right on a nurse. Okay? Mm. I don't want to throw up. Bad. I've been there before.
4: Well, sometimes it's it helps you.
2: I don't have the Brian uh, super gag reflex, you know.
4: I'll do this this challenge. No, that's talking, not right? a payoff for Brian. Yeah, it's not. It's no, not that, that's the point. Brian. It's a yeah. payoff. It's yeah. a payoff for you. Sir. Oh, yeah. So, so uh, I'm, I'm out. Wisconsin is Wisconsin Can't, known yeah. for the
0: the cream cheese? Cheese. You're, you've been banned uh, cream cheese. cheese food and drink. Cream consumption cheese payoff. in general. So. Oh, cream cheese. Cream cheese. I know Dawson that's loves that. That's Philadelphia. I
2: think. I think maybe I'll I'll do the cheese sandwich because they lost to the Packers.
3: Oh, okay.
0: All right, the Bangkok Burger. Yeah.
3: That sounds really good. Oh, yes. That giant, roast looking Burger King thing? It
0: was the, yes, it was Burger King Bangkok. They did, they ran their summer special, uh, the Bangkok Burger, uh, which is just a bun with 20 slices mm. of American cheese, which is just a science experiment. It's not really cheese, American cheese. Uh, and you'll get, so you have 20 basically craft, craft little singles. singles yeah. And you stack them up 20 deep. You, you put them between a bun and you hammer it home. I think that's a great... Uh, okay, perfect. There any it is. Any condiments added to that? None. No, or just dry. dry. Disgusting. Maybe put a little
3: uh, funky cheese in there.
2: I'm going to have to chase it with uh, at least four Metamucil fiber thins, but we'll be all right.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, that's going to clog you up in the worst way. All right, very exciting. It looks like Oof. that's pretty much confirmed so, then. Bangkok Burger Friday with the G-Bag Nation yep. and the General Gavin Dawson.
4: I'm a little disappointed in any food challenges I've been eliminated from. Yeah. You've been nah, you, crushing them. You, well, you we you got to find one that's—
3: Yeah, you're just too good at it. you got an iron stomach.
4: Well, that— Why do you I get penalized? You should have pretended
2: that it, that it, that it sucked.
3: Well, why do I get penalized? <laughs> you were smiling
2: like, good. Hi,
4: guys.
3: Well, well, to bet payoff, that was good. I mean, you were by choice eating mayo-filled Oreos.
4: Those were good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the chocolate in the mayo was really good. A good flavor.
0: It actually wasn't as bad as I, I had exactly. anticipated. Exactly. As I anticipated. Yeah. Okay. How therapeutic was it uh, enjoying the Eagles' uh, disaster last night, watching uh, Fat Patricia and his defense just crumble? Jalen Hurts is running into the end zone, throwing the ball as he's being sacked for a safety. It was just it was gorgeous. Uh, and at one point, Ray Lewis sat down on the Manning cast with uh, Peyton and Eli, and he watched the biggest touchdown of the night. Uh, from the Buccaneers, and it was just Eagles defenders loafing, not caring, missing tackles all the way until the Buccaneer wide receiver scored. Ray Lewis was watching in real time, and this is – I mean, literally listen to how – you can tell how sick he is to his stomach.
6: Guys, I'm telling you, it's crazy to watch this. Sometimes, like, that's (laughs) fundamentals. That's just basic fundamentals. That should not have happened. See, watch this play. Watch this play. Tell 31 to stop 33 jogging, 41 jogging. You know, it's like, no, don't don't burst once the play has happened. Burst when the ball is thrown. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Guys, I'm <laughs> telling you,
0: it's – yeah. uh, oh. It's like he is, he's, oh. he's, he's clearly dealing with some level of stomach issues there, and uh, I understand. I understand when you're a man who has his principles about the way defense and football should be played and then you watch what the Eagles were doing last night, you yeah. know, you might lose your appetite that was absolutely uh, mind
2: blowing how bad they got compared to where they were you know I, I know 10 and 1 maybe they weren't the best 10 and 1 team ever but there's no way they were that bad that that's yeah. just crazy you know and that's it's terrifying you know but it's ultimately it's hilarious cuz i think the toxicity of the fan base and the pressure they put on those players and the environment that it helps create ultimately helped tear that team down so it makes it hilarious
0: Yeah. uh, And and that being Jason Kelsey's final outing. Yeah. Final outing as as an eagle, as a professional football player, as he announced he's hanging him up.
2: Yeah. You know, and it was just so weird because, you know, I saw him. He said it to a coach and I'm like, oh, my goodness, is he retiring? And, like, the coach just kind of was like, whatever, dude, we just got our ass kicked. And then he, he like, says what's up to his wife, but, like, there was so much negativity on that sideline that he, he really couldn't even walk off the field for the final time with the appropriate respect that a career like that deserved.
0: That's right. Yeah. Nick Sirianni was getting uh, popcorn dumped on him by Eagles yeah. fans. Wow. Uh, and they were, like, yeah, obviously yelling obscenities at him, as Eagles fans do. So uh, yeah, it was a good night. It was a good night watching that. It Doesn't fix any of our issues. I mean, no, our. I mean, no. the, the front runners are gonna be. But they're d- us for forever here. But yeah.
3: watching the Eagles, it helped a little bit. No, it does. It would have been just hell to watch them go on a run. Like all of a sudden they implode and then they figure it out and they go off. I, I that would have made me sick.
2: I think you can make some significant tweaks to this roster and go through a mini rebuild and maybe still win the division next year.
0: The front runners uh, or yeah.
2: the or the Eagles front runners gotcha
0: uh well uh hopefully they make the necessary changes because they're, they're they're needed yeah i mean they not like they win multiple
2: playoff games or
4: yeah, just start with the head coach yes yeah, just start there
0: that's the perfect place yeah. to start yeah we'll get to tony
2: Romo a little bit later all righty looking forward to that also it is time now for the g-bag of the day into the pimp cup here's lucius um,
6: yeah what do do baby good afternoon, good afternoon fellas on a Taco Tuesday, I've had mine already. Oh, yeah. nice. What'd you get? Uh, out. Uh, Some Taco Cabana. Oh, Because oh, they didn't oh. have a line oh, I, usually exactly. at lunch because everybody's at home. Yeah. I was like, hey, I'm going to get that Taco Cabana today. All right, our uh hmm. huh, huh. It was a <laughs> crunchy taco and a burrito I had. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Answer the question. And some yeah. Pintos and cheese.
4: Why are you dancing around the questions? Uh, Come m- on mix of both.
6: Uh, let's see here. All right, our winners. Coach, Jimmy Johnson, you think the Cowboys seen this at all Yeah, You think any of them? It's like, man, we probably could have used that during halftime. Yeah, Jimmy Johnson's little pep speech for the Cowboys during halftime. I wish they would have seen this. It happened on Fox.
4: But I'll just say this. Every single one of you, you know how hard we've worked. I don't need to have people pointing the fingers one thing or another. You get your rear end in there and you play the way you know how to play. We can win the game. We're going to open it up. We're going to go fast tempo. Defense, get after Jordan Love. You can't give him that much time. You do what you're supposed to do. We'll win this game. Sorry they didn't listen, Coach. <laughs> no, they didn't. Broke your heart. Yeah. That sucks. Yes. Uh, let's
6: see what else we got for you boys. Coach Bruce Arians.
1: Oh. Coach? How
6: do you say his last name? Oh, Arians. Right. Yeah, it's so weird every time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. That, yeah. I it. I watch a lot of documentaries mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was on the Manning Cash. Shout out to Carter. to sit this my way. He's talking about his old days of coaching. Listen to that.
4: All the way, brother. All the way down. All the way down. <laughs>
5: <laughs> there they are. I mean, I was the head Look coach. I good. was only
4: 30 years old, man.
1: I thought I knew everything. I didn't know <laughs> <laughs>
6: Tickled Eli. <laughs> he went up a notch when he heard yeah. that right there. Okay, that was Eli's chuckle? Yeah, yeah. He was already laughing, then he went up a notch. That I mean, was the head coach. <laughs> I was yeah. only
4: 30 years
0: old, man. I thought
1: I knew everything. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: his uncomfortable, oh my gosh, she just cussed kind of <laughs> on our show yeah. moment.
6: Yeah, they followed up by not even mentioning that he even said something like yeah. that. <laughs> they mentioned something
4: that's going on in the game. Yeah, yeah. Those two chuckleheads. <laughs> you know guys are okay. I think, they say I think all ESPN, the time on Pat McAfee's that's show. That's what I'm saying. I think ESPN's used to this now. Yeah, They're going to just deal with guys that cuss on air. Dude,
0: yeah. I do love seeing the discomfort on Peyton's face, like <laughs> four or five times a show, where it, whether it's a production thing or you're trying to get to break or they're over-talking or someone just cussed. You can see the discomfort on Peyton's yeah, face. Yeah, you see
6: him looking around like a linebacker just shift. He's like, what the hell's
2: going on here? <laughs> 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 Neither one of them has got like one ounce smooth.
0: In the two years. Nah. <laughs> no, it makes it <laughs> so insane. much better, though. <laughs> it's
6: you guys ever heard of the Joe Boo Sports Network?
0: No, sir. No. Jo- heard of Joe Boo. Joe yeah. uh, I didn't really know about He was about the
2: guy either. in major leagues. He was a little mascot there, in major there leagues. Was in that. The there was he's, that. In the clubhouse locker. Oh,
6: man. This guy looks like he's out of maybe Virginia? Okay. It's oh. a few of them. Anyway, they were in someone's Cowboys man cave watching the Cowboys game live. Hmm. I like that little move that everybody's been doing, watching the game live, get your reaction type of that stuff. That is fun. I like that. Uh, yeah, they were watching it when Dak threw a pick six. Ouch. Ron Paulo here, because we've been running, we've been throwing the ball a lot. Oh, Dak, oh, f- no! That, it's over! F- over! This game is over! Cut it off, it's over! I Congratulations, th- Green Bay. Congratulations, Green Bay. Congratulations, Green Bay. I said, run the ball. Congratulations, <laughs> Green Bay. Dak Prescott, you need to be fired today. Mm. That was on you, Dad. That was on you, Dad. That was on you, Dad. I said, run the ball. That was
4: on
5: Dad
6: Prescott. You turned the fantasy lamb. You tried the fantasy lamb. Uh, said Run the ball. Yeah. Run the ball, man. man.
4: We all did that. I said run the, run ball. the ball. Just run the ball. Just run the ball.
6: Was that
2: Errol Spence there on the, the Jimbo? <laughs> yeah. Starting his second career.
6: I couldn't see him. He killed Sweet the eye. Run the ball. <laughs> I can't react. Bud
3: was on one too during that game Man like,
6: I did not like what Bud was no. doing, bro. Leave it Earl out of this. <laughs> Leave Earl out of this. Damn, you a Green Bay fan too? Oh, stop it, bud.
2: It was one fight. The guys have an eye problems for crying out hell? loud. Partied his balls off apparently for a decade. Won't well, be in the <laughs> champ. You're going to come after him in his mid-30s? It's freaking Ronaldinho you're talking about. <laughs> they let me in and give me a session for free. It says champ right above it every time. It's
6: amazing. I love going to the club. Uh, let's go to a listener called into the Paul Feinbaum show. All right. Okay. This is a, what you call a Richard Nixon Avenger. He's got his cape on for Richard Nixon right oh, here. Let's this call, Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
4: You, the, the Washington Post. Okay. Uh, and the people that ran that paper, people like Ben Bradley hmm. and those two clowns working for him. <laughs> Woodward and, and Bernstein. Then, <laughs> yeah. then, the then you had the other jokers up there in New York yeah. called, what is it, New New York Times. New York Times. And you had people like, what, Daniel Ellsberg?
3: Yeah, Pentagon Papers.
4: And what, is, what does that all add up to, Paul? That That's called fraud. That's called making up stories to sell papers. And that's really what's still, that's very persuasive in, in today's society still about how the press exacerbates stories. They make things up to sell papers. And that's a crime, Paul. And you know something, Paul? You know it. You know what I'm talking about. John. Richard Nixon was a crook. He was not a crook, He would crook, have gone Paul. to
2: jail had Gerald Ford not pardoned him. <laughs> he, was, he was not a crook. He was a criminal. He was not a criminal. He resigned in disgrace. You need to accept that. It is 2024, <laughs> and this happened will, in 1974. Paul, it has been 50 years, John. The... You need to go see a therapist about your no. hang-up
3: with Richard E. Nixon.
2: E.
4: Nixon. Paul. <laughs> You have a good weekend. What?
6: Thank you. Yeah. Oh. We are never, ever, ever getting back together again. Never again. Never. Again. Never, again. never again, Paul. Never again. You'll never see that again. <laughs> Richard E. Nixon. Are they joking with something? Is that a joke I don't know anything about? I thought it was M. It's M. It's it House, bro. Millhouse. Have they the not movie. seen The Simpsons? It's Millhouse. Millhouse. Yeah. Mill House is named after the Richard Nixon.
4: Simpson.
6: What are we doing? Richard oh. E. Nixon. It must be <laughs> something. It must be a joke I'm missing right there.
2: Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's, he was cloned. It wasn't the real Richard M. Nixon.
6: Richard empty Nixon? I don't know. No. Oh, M. E. He, be the they initial. said E. It's definitely e. M.
4: It is M. He did say E. Yeah. They said E. Yeah. Uh, that's what Paul was pretty damn sure about it, too. Yeah, like yeah. Paul might not be. He might have been educating the SEC along with me. Oh. Yeah.
2: Therapist about your no. hang-up with Richard E. Nixon. E.
6: Nixon.
4: <laughs> no, E. And even Maybe if, the caller said the, that earlier. I don't know. And the caller messed it up, too. Yeah.
6: Yeah. yeah. All right. That's
4: it, guys.
2: Is it <laughs> Jimmy Johnson, our one-time champ with the great halftime speech for the Cowboys? Bruce Arians reflecting on his time as a young coach, 30-year-old, didn't know S. Joe Boo Sports is a, it was in a Cowboys man cave after the pick six. And a listener called into the Paul Feinbaum show to talk uh, Richard Nixon, of all things. Hmm. Uh I'll, I'll go with our champ there, Jimmy Johnson. How about you there, Chief? I'll go with the Cowboys fans.
6: Yeah, Joe Boo Sports Show. <laughs> it's over.
2: We're two to one. Well, Chuck, what do you say?
3: I'm going to vote for uh, Lucius Zerril Spence. <laughs> Joe Boo.
2: Buy a score of three to one to one. And your new G Bag of the Day champion. Shout out to the guys over there, Joe Boo Sports, Joe Boo. with a reaction. I was still holding out for the middle eight at that point. You know, yeah. I was like, okay, it's twenty-one. So yeah. are we. We just start the middle eight here. <laughs> we, we, we were, we we're trying to touchdown. Best. No a we touchdown. We're trying. We, were trying. Like, we got
3: a p- halftime show to do. Uh, what are we thinking here? Yeah, they, they we got thinking? a chance. Double dip. Double yeah, dip, boys. Double dip. It.
2: Yep. Across uh, these corners ah, coming. That's from
6: Archie Bunker. Okay, Richard E. Nixon. That's what he call him on Oh Archie. Okay. <laughs>
2: okay. Uh, good to know. Good to know. As good always. Good to know. Good yes. to know.
4: Let's talk. Uh, I get some questions for you sure. guys that pertain to these Cowboys. We'll do that next.
5: Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
2: Thank you very much, Lucius. NFL News of the Day is coming up at 3 o'clock. Time now for Brian Broaddus in Krusty's Corner. Here's the king himself, Brian.
4: Thank you very much, General. Appreciate that. Um, Are people uh, texting in about Harbaugh? Do they like that at all?
3: Yeah, I think most people were uh, definitely into the Harbaugh conversation. But I think a a big chunk of the fan base is also like nothing's going to change. Jerry's not going to do anything. Yeah. Okay, But I think if Harbaugh were an option, I, I think the fans people, are people down. People be in for that? Yeah. Okay, cool. I
4: what
0: mean, there's th- a huge section of our audience that really appreciates steak, whole milk, and khakis. That's the trifecta Jim Harbaugh.
4: I, oh Yeah, it, it is. I, I'm telling you what, man. That's that's something to that. It's checking all the boxes. Checking all the boxes. What do you think that Jalen Hurts last night was against man coverage? Cool. Stat Poochies. Wise, stat wise, 12 passes.
0: 12, 12 passes, passes versus man coverage? Yeah. I mean, I know he was terrible versus the blitz. I assume every time they blitzed him, they pretty much went man behind it. I, I, will, I will say he was 2 of 12 for 14 yards.
3: 36%.
4: He uh, was 5 of 12 for 20 yards in that game. 5 of 12? Wow, for 20 yards? Woo! Five, 5 for 12 for 20 yards in the blitz. I was curious. I was just curious what he—it was bad. God, it was bad. Tampa looked good. Yeah. Do you think Dallas would have beat Tampa going down there? Well, the way that they played on Sunday, no, I they don't wouldn't think beat, they'd anybody. beat anybody. No, general, no.
2: I do. I think they would have beat them. I think they've proven over the years. They even in the losses, they matched up well with Tampa. Okay. They don't have as good of an offensive line. That's a, that's a huge thing. Yeah. If if you can stop the Cowboys' pass rush, you turn their defense into that Poochies.
4: Yeah, I think you're right about that. All right. Speaking of poo cheese, Chief.
0: Wow. Wow. <laughs> Have you lost confidence? That was cold blooded, dude. Respect to you.
4: Have you have you lost complete faith in Dan Quinn?
0: Yes, I have, and I'll apologize at five o'clock. But uh, yes, I, I've I've lost the faith there. I mean, the the defense got progressively. Well, I mean, this was the worst season of it. Uh, I mean, in in the worst games throughout the Dan Quinn tenure, most of them, like over half of them, happened this season. Uh, and when when you have when you have J Ron curse playing free safety, yeah. when you have Micah Parsons dropping into coverage on third and nine, when you have Deron bland, eight yards off a tight end on yeah. third and four. So it's the easiest conversion ever when you're, when your entire defense just does not show up at all. Um, yeah. I, I think it's, it's fair to say we're done ski here and you've, you've, you've done your worst job versus, the top offenses that you're trying, like like if you want to get going somewhere deep in the playoffs to the Super Bowl, you've got to be able to handle certain offenses, and those offenses crush you. You don't know how to defend motion in a league now where offenses are thriving on it.
5: Yeah,
4: How about you there, Wooly Bully? Lost faith in DQ? I mean, I, I think that
3: Dan Quinn is still a good defensive coordinator. Um, this year, certainly there were things to point to. I, I do think personnel wise, you know, when you lose the size that you were hoping to have at linebacker, I think during his tenure here, big picture without just having a knee jerk overreaction to what happened on Sunday, which was absolutely terrible and was a fireable offense to where, yeah, I think they need to move on. I still think he does a good job with getting the most out of his players. People love him. Everybody around him says good things about him. So, I mean, I'm not totally out on him. But, yeah, I I think that the Cowboys probably need as much change as possible moving forward. General?
2: Uh, I think you're playing with fire if you move on from Dan Quinn. You know, if if you lose him, that's great. But here's a guy that has been a winner on three different teams. He's been to the Super Bowl with two of them. He showed he's adaptable. And, you know, that is a trait that I think is massively important. Um, You know, he didn't have a good game at all. Uh, yeah. But I th- I think the motion problem is is linebacker. Yeah. You know, w- once you get moved as a smaller guy, you don't have the tools to get back into position sure. if you're outweighed.
4: I like it. How about this one, Zach, for you? Give me Mike McCarthy's best argument to Jerry Jones to save his job.
3: He's established a... Winning football team consistently, which is something they didn't have before he got here. It was, you know, eight and eight, eight and eight. Maybe here's a big 12 win season under Jason Garrett. Uh, and he's got three straight 12 win teams, and they're consistently fighting for the division title uh, and in the playoffs. And he does a good job of keeping the team healthy. And I guess Dak had his best season. he's had so maybe those are the traits and the selling points although I think that was more a result of Dak than probably the coach but yeah I mean hey he did have three straight 12 win seasons that's probably his best selling point
0: chief yeah I think I think Walchuk covered it there you're you're gonna be in the playoffs more often than not you're gonna win a lot of regular season games and uh, you're, you're gonna have as healthy of a team as you can fathomably have in the NFL that's that's pretty much the best I got for you
4: Gavin, Mike McCarthy's best argument to Jerry Jones to save his job.
2: I mean, the three straight playoffs is great. Got the best from Dak. Highest efficiency year since his rookie year when they had that incredible offensive line. Uh, we changed our offense midseason. Um, and I didn't have a running game at all and still led the league in scoring. You know, so I, I think you should look at what I did and, and be impressed more than depressed. Because I was kind of fighting with one arm tied behind my back here. D- has Dak ever played well without a running game? No. Did I just do that? Yes. Thank you.
0: I'll see you in, in Oxnard, sir. And going Jerry, Wisconsin. I'm the kind of guy that you can make a trade for a quarterback for, you know, in, in midseason and not tell me, you know, and I'm not <laughs> yes. going to get buttered about it.
4: Yeah.
0: yeah. Or at least I'm yeah. not going to act like I am. I
2: figured out the, you know, how you do things and I'm all right with it now.
4: Okay. Since since you're kind of making a joke there, here's one of my questions. Gavin. Sure. What's the end game for Trey Lance?
2: You know, I I still think he's just here as a backup plan if Dak gets hurt or if Dak plays his his hand too strong. Um, I imagine that since um, he signed his last deal, his playoff record is so bad, they're not coming in here crotch first, he and his agent. If his agent does... I would say we're not doing this again, okay? We just paid you the most cash out of anybody in the NFL the last three years, and you had earned that as a young up-and-coming player. Since then, we haven't won any playoff games, and we're kind of thinking about what's next. So if you want to still be next, that's fine, but we're not going to the moon with your contract. We have Trey Lance here that we're willing to go with. So it's contract leverage and an emergency if Dak gets hurt, but that's it.
0: Chief? Yeah, if this was the Eagles, I would think that there's a real possibility that the Eagles would move on from Dak right now. They'd be willing to eat whatever dead money is involved with that, and they would run with Trey Lance for the year. And maybe he ends up being good, or maybe yeah. he sucks so bad. And that's totally fine, because this isn't a year we're going all in on. We're eating a bunch of dead money from our previous quarterback, and we look forward to drafting the next one You know, around this time next year as you head into the draft, if it was the Eagles. The fact that it's the Cowboys – this will still be Dak's team, and then Trey Lance will be pro- probably promoted to backup quarterback. Yeah, uh, he'll be the QB two. Maybe you see him, maybe you don't, and uh, then he'll hit free agency the next year, and he'll just be a backup once again.
3: I think Trey Lance could be the Cowboys' Jordan Love on the roster. I mean, I, I to me, I, I thought both of those guys, skill set wise, talent wise, have a lot of similarities, and I would kind of like to see what Trey Lance could do. You're going to go into year nine of Dak Prescott. And I think at this point where he had such a phenomenal year and it's such a bummer what happened in the playoffs, I'd kind of like to maybe give Trey Lance an opportunity to see what he can do. But I think he'll be Dak's backup and uh, maybe he ends up getting a couple of games where he's able to start and flourish and he could end up being a trade chip because I don't see them moving on from Dak.
2: Yeah, with all these questions and all these conversations we've had since the game, I mean, there's definitely two different ways of approaching it. What would you do? What do you think should be done? And then how do you think Jerry Jones and Steven Jones are going to approach this? Yeah. You know, because I, I think I'm with you guys almost a hundred percent that I would love to move on from a lot of this stuff. I, I just think the chances are slim of it happening.
4: My final question, you guys, here uh, quickly though, is uh, did uh, did this game make you feel differently about Micah Parsons?
2: Um, you know, what makes me feel differently about Micah Parsons is that he hasn't been a twenty sack guy yet. You know, and I, I think that is kind of evidence that for whatever reason, he's not the guy you can depend on for sacks. He's not going to light the team up guaranteed, you know, and that this is just a continuation of it, but I still think he's one of the three or four most dominant forces in football. And even if he doesn't get the sacks, he's creating opportunities for other people everywhere on the football field. So I'm, I'm still a huge fan and I want him on the team.
0: Yeah. I'll, I'll echo a lot of that. Uh, but yes, I, I do think it changed a little bit with the, I mean, not willing to meet with the media after the game, you know, just moping around. Uh, I don't think his his defensive coordinator had a great plan for him sure. personally. Sure. Um, so I think he was held back from that standpoint. I, I think there were some plays that were there to be made uh, where he was disrupting things. He's being double teamed. Is anybody else going to help him? Yeah. So, but yeah, there there are some leadership kind of characteristics that you feel like just really aren't there with him.
3: Yeah, I don't think he is a leader. Uh, and, and so it did. I mean, I worry a little bit now, like if Mike is a big game player, mm. you, you want your best to rise up in those type of moments and those type of occasions. And that's why when we're having the conversation about moving on from the quarterback, that's why like Dak is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Right. He can win you 12 games and put you in the position to be in the postseason. But once he gets into the postseason, he has just had pretty much failure after failure. And I worry about that a little bit with Micah Parsons, the regular season. It's awesome. We're talking defensive player of the year. In the postseason, what has he
4: done? Yeah, you're about to pay him like a quarterback, basically, right? Micah Parsons. And is it worth it? Okay, I think yeah. you're
3: going to regret that contract. Thirty mil or so. Yeah,
4: be interesting. Thank yeah. you, guys. Appreciate your answers.
2: Thank you, Brian. Uh, there he is. He's at Brian brought us on Twitter X. By the way, uh, the most influential person in Cowboys social media if you'd like to follow him I think you'll appreciate the insights okay now speaking of insights we we'll Chuck where are we going next
3: let's do some NFL news of the day we've got retirings we've got quarterback news and what a story for this practice squad
1: player that's next